Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Dolly Parton, M- Michael B. Jordan, Viola Davis, Ludacris, Iggy Azalea, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up at NYC. Up on the train and the radio was all I need. In the views and celeb news, I let seeks into the entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio and not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto time stages. Gotta make a change in that's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise. There is no car by wind, cause you plan to Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click up on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment, and I'm talking about serious comments, not pranking, not making uh disparaging remarks, if you're serious, make sure you give me a call at 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Or you can also, the chat room is open. You can also leave a comment there or a question in the chat room. Also, follow us on Twitter at Stiletto uh, I'm sorry, at That's Entertain 1, that's T-H-A-T-S, Entertainment number 1. You can also like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can um, also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny but a cold. Cold, 37 degrees. Uh, Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for taking the time out from your busy schedule and hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Last week I wasn't on the air, but, we, you know, they said when you miss a week in entertainment, you miss a lot. (laughs) And, uh, you know, last week we learned about the passing of uh, Jeopardy host Alec Trebek. He passed away from cancer last week. We found out last week that uh, the weekend is going to be the entertainment for the Super Bowl halftime show in 2021. Joe Biden is the president-elect, and we still have Trump pounding in the White House about the election results and how he still does not want to concede. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, But this week in entertainment, we're going to be talking about 
country music icon. Dolly Parton is, uh, you know, not only she's a recording artist and actress, she's also a philanthropist, and she just recently donated $1 million to Nashville Vanderbilt University Medical Center to support uh, the coronavirus vaccine research. We're going to be talking about that. And uh, this year we got a new sexy man that's alive. We're talking about Michael B. Jordan. He joins People's Sexiest Man Alive Club. And uh, Viola Davis is in the news. She is talking about uh, she's not mincing words when it comes to disparity uh, among black actresses that are in their when it comes to the entertainment industry. Uh, she was she's on the cover of InStyle magazine, the December issue, and in it she talks about um, that. You know, being the the first black actress, uh, you know, winning an Oscar, Emmy, and a Tony. Uh, she also talks about about the difference between the sal- salary differences between black actresses and white actresses, and also, you know, just you know. But this is nothing new. I think this is across the board in, in every industry. We're going to be talking about that. Also, speaking of racism, Ludacris has a new movie out called The Ride. And um, a, lot of pe- a lot of people are not too, feeling it too uh, much because uh, the, it, it, in the movie, it's supposed to be showing, um, it's trying to show that there's goodness to be found in a hater. Uh, it premiered on Amazon Prime um, last Friday, and it's based on a real-life story about an interracial cu- couple fostering a troubled teen who was raised as a white supremacist. But a lot of people have some something to say about it. And uh, Iggy Azalea has shut down rumors that uh, she's going to quit music to start a career as a YouTuber. I'll give you the story on that. And the uh, Marathon Clothing, the 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 store that Nipsey Hussle, um, his business that he had left behind, well, ever since he passed away, there's been some, uh, pe- been some things going on uh, with the store. And uh, actress Melissa Gilbert, who's also a friend to the show, we had uh, I had the privilege of talking with her. She came on the show. She was uh, promoting a role that she was doing to a medical drama at the time. And she's in the news because she's getting ready to uh, undergo her fourth spinal surgery. And uh, if you want to check out that episode with Melissa Gilbert and her husband, you can always go to the archives here on Block Talk Radio. That's entertainment online radio. So without further ado, let's get started. The country music icon Dolly Parton donated $1 million to Nashville Vanderbilt University Medical Center to support coronavirus vaccine research. And on Monday, Moderna announced its vaccine has been 94% effective in trials, and the company lists Parton among the sponsors. Uh, Parton said during a Tuesday interview on the Today Show, she said, quote, I'm just happy that anything I could do can help somebody else, and when I donate the money to the COVID fund, I just want it to do good. 
Event, uh, evidently, it is. Let's just hope we find a cure real soon, unquote. The Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter announced on Instagram in the spring she made the donation, and after being tipped off by her friend, Dr. Naji Abarad of the Vanderbilt Institute for Infection, Immunology, and Inflammation, who told her that they were making some exciting advancements in the search for a cure for the virus. Moderna said it could potentially produce 1 billion doses of the vaccine by the end of 2021. And Dr. Anthony Fauci said that vaccination could begin as soon as late December, but will likely be made available first to high-risk groups like healthcare workers, the elderly, and people with underlying medical conditions. Michael B. Jordan joins People's Sexiest Man Alive Club. The Creed star has been named as the magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2020. The big revelation was made in a Tuesday episode of Jimmy Kimball Live. And of the honor, the 33-year-old actor, producer, said in this week's cover story for People that it's a cool feeling. He also went on to share that Everybody always made that joke like that, Mike, this is the one thing you're probably not going to get, but it's a good club to be a part of. Now, the star who is known for his portrayal of ruthless villain Eric Killmonger in the 2018 Black Panther continued to allude that his fame didn't come overnight for a reason. This is what he said. He said, quote, I think there's a time and a place for everything. I've been picking my moments to make the most impact. We can all take action, big or small, to help create the change we want to see. In the interview, Michael, who is currently single, also talked about his hobbies, revealing that he spent his time driving cars, cooking, playing video games in his free time. And as to the secret of his confidence, he said this, quote, you could have all the good intentions in the world and you'll still get controversy or some type of negativity thrown your way. He also went to share that sometimes you just got to trust the universe, you know. You got to just believe in yourself and do what you feel is really right. I think that adds up, unquote. Congratulations. It's well-deserving. Uh, even one of Hollywood's most award-winning actresses still has to fight for pay equality. Oscar, Emmy, and two-time Tony Award winner Viola Davis does not mince words when it comes to the disparity that black actresses face in the industry. Davis said in a cover story for InStyle Magazine December issue, she said, quote, Here's my big thing, and people in Hollywood know this. I have great agents. I love them, but I say this to them all the time. I say I want and I expect to get the same filet mignon that white actresses get, cooked at the exact temperature, unquote. The 55-year-old St. Matthew, South Carolina native, has been one of the most vocal actresses about pay discrimination since the hashtag Time Up movement led to revelations about the topic. The first black actor to win an Oscar, Emmy, and Tony for acting in 2017 said, quote, in Hollywood, actresses don't share their salaries with each other while they're sitting around drinking a glass of wine. A huge part of that, I say, is ego. Ego because you don't want people to know that you make less than what they think you make. There should be some solidarity with everyone, solidarity with Caucasian women and women of color. Michelle Williams, of course, put it, you know, beautifully. She said, the difference in pay and the lack of access to opportunity are huge. I fully expect changes. I try, I try, I'm try. i trying to lift my hopes up, even if it takes a little bit of vodka. 
If we don't move forward together, then we don't move forward, unquote. Davis' newly role is the lead in the film adaptation of the August Wilson play, Mom Rainey, Black Bottom, that's premiering December 18 on Netflix. It's already building Oscar buzz. And while racism is still becoming a concerning issue among black communities here in the U.S., Ludacris' new movie, The Ride, seems to be trying to show that there's a goodness to be found in a hater. The film, which premiered, uh, premiered on uh, last Friday, actually, on Amazon Prime, is based on a real-life story of an interracial couple fostering a troubled teen who was raised as a white supremacist. The rapper-turned-actor played one half of the couple who decides to keep the violent teen by becoming his foster parent, and over time they share bonds and moments change the young man's that changed the young man's perspective, and he sheds his racist ways. Now, despite the heartwarming storyline that seems to end in a good note, people were not impressed that they decided to capitalize on such a story. Others accused that they made the movie to make white people less guilty about the oppression suffered by black people at their hands. And taking the Twitter, these critics have sounded off their issue with the ride, and most of them picked on Ludacris for being part of it. And this is what they said. Uh, they said, quote, something sick about these young black rappers being stuck in the violence of poverty as older rappers court capitalists and shame them. Still can't believe Ludacris made a feel-good a feel movie with about white supremacy. Another person wrote, uh, another shared his dilemma that, that while he agrees with helping a troubled teen like John McCord, played by Shane Graham, in the movie, he's not into tuning, turning the story into a film. Uh, Ludacris has not responded to the backlash over his new movie, and earlier this month he appeared to be proud of the ride as he reposted the trailer on his Twitter page and wrote along with it, quote, one choice changed his life, one family changed his heart. Based on the inspiring true story featuring the ride star Chris Ludacris Bridges, Shane Graham and Sasha Alexander is available on Amazon Prime, which uh, premiered last, uh, I think it was last, Friday, uh, November 13th. And uh, Iggy Azalea has shut down speculations that she's quitting music to start a new career as a YouTuber. The rapper, who's now 30, has faced questions from longtime fans over whether or not she plans to venture into content creation full-time after sharing a number of clips on her channel not related to music. Now, a fan had asked on Twitter that prompt Iggy to quickly set the record straight. She said, are you going to become a YouTuber or do you give up on that idea? And Iggy said, quote, I don't want to become a YouTuber. I just think it could be fun to post videos from time to time that are not music-related. That's going to do it, but probably in 2021 since this year is cursed, unquote. Now, the hitmaker has collaborated with some of the biggest stars on YouTube over the past year, including makeup mogul James Charles and RuPaul Drag Race star Trixie Mattel. She also built a following of more than 2.4 million fans on TikTok. It's been a busy year for the star who welcomed a son, Onyx, with her ex, Playboy Cardi, and has also been working on the follow-up to her 2019 LP, In My Defense. 
Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of Das Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, make sure you follow it. Just There's a click on, click on button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Don't forget, we have a Facebook page. Follow us. Like us. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at Gibbs. Um Marathon clothing is one of the legacies left by Nipsey Hussle when he tragically passed away at 33 years old last year. Yet some people didn't understand how deep the brand and the store hold a meaning to the hearts of the late rapper's fans as they had vandalized the Marathon clothing in Los Angeles, California. Located at the Crimshaw and Sawson Corner, the shop has been turned into a mess after an unknown group smashed all the windows, looted the store, and tagged graffiti on the walls. But the store was not the only building targeted by the culprits, as all the stores in the strip mall appear to have been damaged, too. Thankfully, some good Samaritans had teamed up to clean up the mess, the angry fan apparently joined them picking up a broom to sweep up the glass in the parking lot. Now, the assailant has not been identified as it's not clear if the vandalism has been reported to police. The location is the same exact place where Nipsey was killed after Eric Holder shot him at least 10 times in the parking lot on March 31, 2019. And actress Melissa Gilbert is set to undergo her fourth spinal surgery in a bid to fix a long-time neck injury once and for all. The former Little House on the Prairie star opened up about her latest health woes on Instagram on Monday, November 16th, revealing she was flying from New York to California to prepare for the operation after discovering her last spinal fusion surgery in 2016 had failed. Alongside snaps from John F. Kennedy uh, Airport, including one of Gilbert's wearing her, uh, she was wearing her glasses, a face mask, and a face shield, she detailed how her old surgeon, Dr. Robert Bray, had recommended she undergo a different kind of operation instead of attempting another spinal fusion. That consultation was back in April, and now Gilbert is finally ready to go under the knife again after initially attempting to wait out the coronavirus pandemic. And like I said, Melissa is a friend to the show. We, I had interview, I had the privilege of interviewing Melissa on the show uh, several years ago. She and her husband, and uh, it, she was very, uh, you know, I I know Melissa from her days uh, from, you know, when she was younger, when she was on Little House in the Prairie. And we're just gonna send our prayers to you, Melissa. We're sending prayers prayers for you for a speedy recovery. Uh, former Master Chef Junior contestant Ben Watkins has passed away at such a young age. The cooking prodigy died on Monday, November 16, after battling a rare form of cancer for a year and a half, 
and his family had confirmed that he was only 14 years old. And sharing the sad news uh, yesterday on Tuesday, Ben's maternal grandmother, Donna Edwards, and Uncle Anthony Edwards said in a statement posted on Facebook and a GoFund page, they said, quote, our Ben went home to be with his mother Monday afternoon after a year and a half long battle with cancer. Now, Fox has released a statement via MasterChef Jr. Instagram page following Ben's passing. They said, it is with great sadness that we mourn the passing of Ben Watson, a beloved member of the MasterChef Jr. family. Ben overcame so much in his life with a remarkable positive attitude. He was a tremendous role model for chefs of all ages and would be dearly missed by everyone at Edelmall Shine, North America, and Fox Entertainment. Gordon Ramsay, who is one of the judges on the show, also mourned Ben Dev, posting on his own uh, social media page. He said, quote, we lost a master of the Master Chef Junior Kitchen today. Ben, you were an incredible, talented home cook and even stronger young man. Your young life has so many tough turns, but you always per- uh, persevere. I adore our time cooking and laughing together on set. Heartbroken today, losing my little mate, sending all my love to Ben Watkins' family with this terrible loss. Ben competed in season six of MasterChef Junior and placed in the top 18 when he was only 11 years old. He lost his parents in a murder-suicide in 2017. Police told the Chicago Tribune at the time that his father shot and killed his mother and then himself. In July of this year, his family revealed that he was diagnosed with angliomatoid fibrohistiocytoma, a soft tissue tumor that typically occurs in children and young adults. He received the devastating news just days after his 13th birthday and had been receiving treatment at Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago. You know, it just breaks my heart when I hear young children uh, with cancer and um it just it's just sad, so just so young and so talented and he was just again, he was a a, a ray of sunshine on uh Master Chef Junior, so positive, you know. May he rest in peace. And uh, Harvey Weinstein is uh, suspected of having COVID nineteen as he is seriously ill. He's uh currently uh in prison now for um you know, the disgraced Hollywood movie mogul is currently in isolation with a 101-degree temperature, and Dr. believes he may have caught the virus. Now, sources with direct knowledge to the situation tell TMZ that the 68-year-old is doing poorly with various health issues while serving his time behind bars, which complicates his current illness. It is said that he has various symptoms that are very serious. Now, Weinstein was tested on Tuesday morning and is currently awaiting results but doctors had ordered to place him in isolation for 72 hours as they are certain that he has coronavirus. If the test does come back positive, he will likely be transferred to the prison hospital. Now, this is not the first time Weinstein has been reported to be catching the novel virus. Back in March, he was reportedly placed in isolation at the Wind 
correctional facility near Buffalo, New York, after testing positive for the coronavirus. He reportedly did not show symptoms of the disease and was said to be recovering on April 1st. However, officials at the State Department of Correction and Community Supervision never confirmed the report and only stated that two inmates at Wynn had tested positive for COVID-19. The possible COVID-19 diagnosis aside, Weinstein was rushed to the hospital after his trial early this year after complaining of chest pain. He was also seen uh, coming to the court with a walker in hand because of chronic back issues he claimed he suffered in recent years. And Chance the Rapper and 50 Cent are among the stars sending prayers to singer Jeremiah as the star battles COVID-19, following reports that the R&B star is battling a mystery illness. Uh, This is what sources had told TMZ, that the 33-year-old has been diagnosed with coronavirus, and he's currently at a hospital in Chicago where he's fighting for his life. Now, insiders told the outlet that the prognosis is bleak for the singer, whose real name is Jeremy Philip Felton, And it's unclear how long he's been admitted or how long he had the virus, but they're saying he's not doing well. Now, TMZ sources said that Jeremiah is breathing on a ventilator in the ICU, and his condition has recently gotten worse, uh, prompting an influx of good wishes from the singer's musical peers. Uh, Chance the Rapper tweeted saying, please, if you can take a second to pray for my friend Jeremiah. He's like a brother to me, and he's ill right now. Uh, also, uh, Trey Song tweeted, Jeremiah, we love you and we're praying for you. Tony Braxton said, we're keeping you, Jeremiah, in in my prayers. Fabulous said, I'm praying up for my dog, Jeremiah. Everybody asked God to keep his hands on him and be blessed to pull through. Actor, comedian Jay Farrell also tweeted, saying, all prayers up for Jeremiah. He said, COVID is not a hoax, it's serious, and we're losing too many people. And Emmy Emmy Rosen also sent some similar messages as well. She said that she just heard about Jeremiah, and she's sending prayers for his recovery. COVID is real, folks. You've got to wear your mask. You know, I just can't understand why people are making it political. I just don't understand why people just don't want to put on a mask. It we this is a health crisis. It's not political. If we if if and, and you know the pro, what bugs me the most about the United States about our country. There's two types of people in this country. There's the people that care about others, and there's the people that don't care. They only care about themselves. And there are people who are willing. Who own, and I understand you're trying to keep a business, you're trying to keep a flow, you're trying to keep your business from going under. I understand. But if you're not going to push your employees to wearing a mask, guess what? Your business is going to it's going to close down. If you don't uh, if you don't have people wearing masks, guess what? The, you you talk about you want is you're worrying about the economy. You're not going to have an economy if you have you don't when you. You're not, there won't be an economy if you have dead people, okay? People make up the economy, and you're not going to have an economy if you have people dying. You know, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, speaking 
uh, COVID again. Uh, filming for the Batman has reportedly suffered another setback after a stuntman tested positive for COVID-19. Now, sources tell the Sun newspaper that the performer, who is part of a bubble with nine other crew members, may not return to set until 2021 as they all quarantine ahead of the Christmas break. And according to reports, the main cast, including star Robert Patterson and the film crew, are unaffected by the positive test. However, they admit it is still pretty disastrous. The Batman, which sees Patterson takes on the role of the Cape Crusader, has already faced heavy delays after production was suspended in March for six months amid the pandemic. Further delay occurred when work resumed after Patterson was reportedly diagnosed with the coronavirus and forced offset. Filming for The Batman, which now has a March 2022 release date, is ongoing at Warner Brothers Studio in Hertfordshire, England. Zoe Kravis, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrell also appear with Matt Reeves directing the flick. Movie and TV industry have been struggling to adapt to post-coronavirus world since lockdown was first imposed earlier this year, and many projects were either pushed back or called off as the industry was brought to a standstill due to the worldwide pandemic. James Bond flick, No Time to Die, Marvel's Wonder Woman 1984, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, Dune, uh, Kenneth Bragnock, Death of the Nile, On the Nile, Ryan Reynolds, Free Guy, and more movies have been delayed due to the ongoing worldwide health crisis. So it's just really bad. You know, you just can't. It's hard to continue on because people are not taking it seriously. Um, you know, it's just, it, I, I mean, I, I really think that this virus could have been way, it could have been under control by now. But people are just, they're still out here partying. They're still having, uh, they're sneaking out, having these get-togethers and parties, and they're not wearing masks, especially the young people. Uh, right now we have uh, we have about uh, oh we, it's 28 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about a chat with Bozeman and how um, they're not going to feature him in the forthcoming Black Panther sequel. I'll tell you what uh, Marvel had said. And uh, Gerard Butler's new action film, The Plane, is off the ground again after it was dropped by Lion Gate Studio bosses earlier this week. And Sylvester Stallone has joined the cast of The Suicide Squad. And Ellen DeGeneres was quick to thank the staff of her daytime talk show after she accepted her People's Choice Award this past Sunday night. And Kelly Ann Conway, daughter, daughter Claudia... She has auditioned for American Idol. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That's the latest from Ariana Grande in Positions. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Chadwick Boseman. Won't be featured in the forthcoming Black Panther sequel. Uh, Marvel officially has confirmed the late actor star in the Tyler King Chala in the hit 2018 flick and has been due to reprise the role before his death following a private struggle with colon cancer early this year at the age of 43. Now, speaking to an Argentinian newspaper, Claren, as reported by The Rap, Marvel's Victoria Alonso affirmed that there's only one Chadwick, and he's not with us when asked about the prospect of a digital recreation of the star. Now, Bozeman made his debut as the Black Panther in 2016, Captain America Civil War, and went on to reprise the role in Black Panther, Avengers Affinity War, and 2019's Avengers Endgame. Now, Bozeman made his debut as the Black Panther in, 20, uh, you know, in, in the, all the other movies, but they said that Black Panther 2 starring Danae Guerrera, uh, Martin Freeman, and Letitia Wright, has a May 2022 release date. So I don't know what they're going to do. Um, it's it's hard because he Chadwick really can't be replaced. So I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Gerard Butler's uh, new action film, The Plane, is off the ground again after it was dropped by Lion Gate Studio bosses earlier this week. Uh, Salsa Studio executive had acquired a worldwide right uh, to the thriller, which is now set to take off on June 28, 2021, following a shoot in Malaysia. Now, Liongate's chief exited the film due to COVID-related insurance issues, prompting Butler to move on to another project, uh, Ken Kandahar, uh, which is currently shooting in the United Arab Emirates. The plane will shoot when Gerard have completed his new film. Uh, the good news came after the filming of his other new movie, Cop Shop, was halted due to COVID-19 outbreak among the crew members. They had only been shooting for days in Georgia when three people tested positive for the coronavirus. Meanwhile, another of his new film, Greenland, called off the original theatrical release after being delayed several times because of the ongoing pandemic and it's now expected to go straight to video on demand in the United States this coming December. Gerard Butler is also tapped for Night Has Fallen. He previously appeared in Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and Angel Has Fallen, the combined global box office taking of which is more than $520 million. Sylvester Stallone has joined the cast of The Suicide Squad. The 74-year-old actor confirmed he'll star alongside Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Peter Cabaldi, Capaldi, and Viola Davis in the film in a post on his Instagram account. Speaking in a video that has been since deleted, the star revealed he was on his way to the movie set, telling fans that he was on his way to do a little work with a great director by the name of James Gunn on Suicide Squad 2, and it's going to be a spectacular effort. Now, Gunn previously directed the Marvel movie Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which features Stallone as Ravenger Captain Stakar Ogard. 
or Stakar Ogar, I guess I'm pronouncing that right. The Suicide Squad is due to hit theaters on August in August of 2021. And before the Suicide Squad is coming out, DC is going to roll out Wonder Woman 1984. After several delays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Gal Gadot front film is due Christmas this year. Meanwhile, the Batman, as I mentioned earlier, starring Robert Pattinson, is expected to be released on March 4, 2022. Ellen DeGeneres was quick to thank the staff on her daytime talk show as she accepted her People's Choice Award on Sunday night. After, uh, after a difficult year, a handful of current and former employees went public with claims the set of the Ellen DeGeneres show was a toxic environment of misconduct, bad behavior, and harassment in a BuzzFeed expose uh, over the summer. Uh, the scandal prompted DeGeneres to apologize to her staff and promised conditions would get better, while three producers on the show were fired following an investigation. And despite the controversy, Ellen's program took home the daytime talk show of 2020 at Sunday night ceremony with the 62-year-old making sure to thank her crew as she accepted the prize. Ellen also took the opportunity to thank her fans for supporting her throughout the scandal. And Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia, who is 16, has auditioned for American Idol. The teenager who went viral last month with on-video sharing site TikTok with a clip about Donald Trump, contracting COVID-19, returned to the platform on Sunday afternoon to share the news. Now, Claudia is one of the former White House advisors of four kids, was filming her confessional for the ABC series, which started production in early October for its 19th season in the video. Now, Conway has an impressive online following of more than 1.4 million users on the site, and the teenager had previously showed off her singing skills in other videos. However, she yet to give any indication of how the audition went. The new season of American Idol is set to debut in February of 2021 with the return of judges Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan, along with host Ryan Seacrest. Katy Perry, BTS, and Pink are among the stars lending their voices to Disney Holiday Sing-Along. Uh, new mom Katie will deliver a rendition of the classic I'll Be Home for Christmas along with her original holiday tune, Cozy Little Christmas, during the event on November 30th. She's the only star in the lineup to perform their own original composition with K-pop sensation BTS covering Santa Claus is Coming to Town and Pink belting out the Christmas song with chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Also appearing is... Uh, Andre Bracelli, Michael Bublé, Chloe and Holly, Derek Huff, and Haley Herbert, Julianne Huff, Adam Lambert, Leslie Odom Jr., and Carrie Washington. The event will also host Disney on Broadway as a return to the new Amsterdam Theater, where the cast of The Lion King, Aladdin, and North American Touring Company of Frozen will team up for a performance of Let It Go. The one-hour event will include animated on-screen lyrics for viewers to sing along to, and the special will raise awareness about Disney Feeds the Love campaign. So that's going to be on uh, November 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And Lindsay Lohan has confirmed her return as a judge 
On the forthcoming third season of The Masked Singer Australia, the Mean Girl actress appeared in season one of the program but was replaced by comedian Erzilla Carlson for series two due to the international travel restriction amid the pandemic. Her mom, Dina Lohan, also confirmed the news by sharing a news story about Lindsay's return on her Instagram feed along with a bunch of clapping emojis. Now, Lindsay's announcement following a telling message exchange with fellow judge Dave Hughes, who told his uh, Hughley and Ed show listeners in October that the star believed she was on board to return. Channel 10 boss Beverly McGarvey additionally teased that there was a wiggle room for Lindsay to come back when the network confirmed the show's third season. The judging panel for the Masked Singer Australia comprised of singer uh, Danny Minogu, or Montague, I think, uh, stand-up comic Dave, and radio host Jackie O. Henderson. Uh, it is unknown whether Urzilla will be leaving the show as a result of Lindsay returning, or if the judging panel will increase to five next to five next year. So we have to wait and see. Uh, right now we have uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break and. Uh, I'll come back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Kiana Lede and Mad at Me. 
Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, comedian Conan O'Brien is bowing out of late-night TV after a 28-year run. The funny man, the longest-serving current late-night host, will end his hit talk show, Conan, in June of 2021 and takes his talents to streaming service HBO Max for a new weekly variety series. The TV personality joined the late-night circuit in 1993 when he took over uh, from David Letterman as the host of Late Night and launched Conan on the U.S. network TBS in 2010. The show has previously been renewed until 2022. And longtime rap rival Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy are to face off in the next online versus battle. The hip-hop stars have been feuding for 15 years after Gucci Mane was linked to the death of one of Jeezy's associates, Pookie Locke, in 2005, and now that taking their beef to Swiss Beats and Timberland's popular series, during which musicians and rappers compete to win a live stream battle by performing snippets from their back catalogs. Now, Gucci replaced T.I., who was originally set to challenge Jeezy, and speaking to the Breakfast Club last week, Jeezy revealed he reached out to Gucci Mane and asked him to join him on Versus, but his rival respectively could decline. Now, Gucci Mane was acquitted of the murder of Pookie Locke in early 2006 on the basis of self-defense. Swiss Beat and Timberland launched Versus at the beginning of the coronavirus lockdown in the spring, and during the show, com- uh, com- uh, competitors takes in, take it in to turn playing a song from a list of 20 hits from their back catalog as fans, friends, and fellow artists watch on. A winner is later decided by Timberland and Switch Beats. Now, highlights have included Alicia Key versus John Legend, Brandy versus Monica, DMX versus Snoop Dogg, and Patti LaBelle versus Gladys Knight. Gucci Mane and Gigi will launch the new season of Versus on Friday, November 19th, I'm sorry, November 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitter.com slash Versus Online. And Florida Georgia Line has signed a long-term touring deal with bosses at Live Nation. The ticket vendor and venue operator will be the dual exclusive promoter in the U.S. as part of a multi-year deal which dropped amid false rumors of a band split. The news come after Hubbard was forced to pull out of a planned performance at the Country Music Association Award earlier this month after he tested positive for the coronavirus. That then led to stories suggesting that the bandmates had fallen out over the opposing political beliefs after Tyler unfollowed his bandmate Brian on Instagram. The pair notably had conflicting views during the U.S. election, with Tyler speaking out against President Donald Trump and Brian slamming Joe Biden supporters for their post-election celebration following his victory. Scooter Braun has reunited a few with Taylor Swift after his company Ithaca Holdings sold her master to a private equity firm called Shamrock Holdings for over $300 million. The deal, which closed a couple of weeks ago, included Big Machine's client roster name, namely Cheryl Crow, Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Red, Rascal Flat, and Lady A, previously known as Lady Antebellum. After Variety broke reports of the deal, the country-turned-pop superstar took to Twitter to respond to the second sales of Master Rice to her first six albums in less than two years. And in a statement posted on Monday, November 16, the Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter called out Braun for his alleged fishy attempt to sell her masters back to her. 
Swift, who was trying to acquire her master's back for years, revealed that Braun tried to make her sign an uh, ironclad NDA before she was even allowed to look at the financial records of BMLG. And this is what she wrote. She said, quote, I would, have to sign, I would have to sign a document that will silence me forever before I could even have a chance to bid on my own work, unquote. Now, Swift was contacted by Shamrock Holdings after they acquired rights to her masters. Though she appreciated the company's kind intention and was open to the possibility of a partnership with Shamrock, she didn't pursue a deal further after learning that Braun and Ithaca Holdings will continue to reap profits off of her work for many years. In her statement, Swift revealed that she has recently begun re-recording her older music and has already proven to be both exciting and creatively fulfilling. She has plenty of surprises in store. And Clint Black and his wife, Lisa Hartman Black, are releasing a duet following their appearance on the U.S. TV competition of The Mad Singer. The pair were unveiled as the Snow Owl on the latest episode of the program on uh, November 11 when the couple went was sent home, and despite the time on the show coming to an early end, Lisa had credited the mass singer for helping her become more comfortable with singing with her spouse again, so much so that they're releasing a duet called Till the End of Time on December 3rd. In their last stint on the Masked Singer, the duo did a cover of The Prayer by Andre Borselli and Celine Dion. They were then pitted against the popcorn in the SmackDown to, to determine who stayed and who went home. Portia Williams has raised concern about her fans after revealing her death issue, her health issues. Rather, The reality TV star was recently hospitalized, and though she already back, she's already back at home, now, uh, people suspect that she was having COVID-19 and she didn't de- uh, divulge her illness. Um, last Saturday, November 19th, I'm sorry, last Saturday, November 14th, the 39-year-old took to Instagram to share two photos of her playing with like a, a teddy bear, which she apparently received as a gift. And she also got a bouquet of white, pink, and purple flowers and a pink balloon, which she also placed on the bed. Uh, she let out a smile, and she assured fans and followers that she was doing fine. In another post, Portia thanked her mom for taking care of her while she was in recovery. Now, while Portia didn't share what led to her hospitalization, uh, there was news reported that she was rushed to the hospital after passing out in her home on Wednesday. It is said that close to her belief she had may have contracted the coronavirus after production on season 14 of The Real Housewife of Atlanta was put on hold because a crew member tested positive for the virus. And comedian Jeff Ross has fired back at the woman who has accused him of statutory rape by filing a defamation suit against her. Jessica Racky made headlines earlier this year when she alleged she had a sexual relationship with Ross in 1999 when she was just 15. And according to legal documents obtained by TMZ, Ross admitted he and his accuser worked together at a New York comedy club, and he did have a consensual relationship with her, but not until 2002 when she was an adult. Ross denied her claim back in June, and now he's suing Radke, allegedly alleging she had been trying to ruin his reputation since 2017, and her story about underage sex is all made up. 
He claims she created a Facebook page in late 2019 called I Was 15, He Was 33, which she used to defame him and get attention. Ross also dubbed the claim was only an outgrowth of the accuser campaign to discredit him. His attorney at Freeman and Tettleman tells TMZ that Jeffra has been defamed by a serial, serial accuser for financial gain. Her own father, mother, brother, ex-fiancé, former boyfriends, and others have documented proof of her lying and are supporting Jeff in this case. This lawsuit will clear Jeff's name and hopefully stop others from continuing to be wrongfully accused by the defendant. And uh, rap mogul uh, and entrepreneur Russell Simmons has one less rape allegation to worry about after a judge in Los Angeles ruled the complaint against him fell outside the statute of limitations. The unnamed woman filed a $10 million lawsuit against Simmons in March of 2018 alleging sexual battery and intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress. The the music producer denied her claim, insisting they amounted to nothing more than an extortion attempt. And last week, uh, uh, Judge Mark H. Epstein granted the defendant motion and ruled events from an alleged incident in 1988 could no longer force a case. The chairman and CEO of Rush Communications still faces multiple allegations of rape and sexual abuse, while three of the women who had accused him of sexual harassment had had open up about their experience in an HBO Max documentary. On the Record, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in Utah in January, featured Drew Dixon and her fellow accuser, uh, Silla Abrams and Sherry Sher. Now, Dixon had alleged Simpson raped her at his apartment in Manhattan after offering her a job at his Def Jam record label. She was one of the first women to expose the businessman alleged bad behavior in a New York Times article in 2017. Simmons has denied all accusations of sexual misconduct and assault against him, stating, quote, I have never had a sexual account that was not consensual or lawful, ever, unquote. And a documentary about TLC has officially been greenlit at A&E. The cable network announced on October last uh, last month that the two-hour special, which is part of an A&E biography series, chronicles the journey of the top-selling American female group of all time who led the way with their music, message, and style. TLC, Tian, T-Boz Watkins, and Rosanna Chili Thomas are executive producers on the special, alongside Emmy-winning, Emmy winners Roger Ross Williams and Jeff March through their production company, One Story Up. In addition to the executive producing, Chili and T-Boz will share their story for the first time in a featured documentary. British director Matt Kay will helm the project. The multi-platinum selling group who was the focus of the 2013 VH1 biopic Crazy Sexy Cool originally consists of T-Boss, Chili, and the late Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Lopez perished in a car accident in 2002, and although T-Boss and Chili attempt to find a new member on the VH1 reality show Are You the Girl, T-Boss and Chili has been performing as a duo for more than a decade. And Prison Break is one reboot that won't likely happen. That's if Wentworth Miller have anything to do with it. He has officially taken a stand not to return to the show's rumor sixth season to the dismay of avid fans of the once popular drama series, hoping to see him return as Michael Schofield. 
Now, on Instagram, the 48-year-old biracial British actor who revealed he was gay in 2013 wrote, I'm out of prison break, officially. Addressing some of the online harassment he previously experienced, which at the time left him suicidal, Miller explained his decision wasn't born of statics on social media, although that has centered the issue. And this is what he said. This was what he uh, he said that quote: "I just don't want to play straight characters. Their stories have been told and told." Unquote. Centering on Schofield's mission to spring his wrongly accused brother from jail, Prison Break aired for four seasons on Fox from 2005 to 2009, and was followed by a made-for-TV film revisit, revisiting the characters called The Final Break. The success of that led to a fifth season on the show on Fox in 2016 and another season reportedly in the works. Sam Smith has named uh, Halsey, Robin, and Ben Platt as their biggest LGBTQ influences. The star is hosting a takeover of Spotify popular playlist out now unlike any other, which celebrates tracks loved by LGBTQ fans globally and will give them the chance to listen to some of the top tracks by queer artists that have inspired Sam's latest album, Love Goes. And speaking about the biggest inspiration, Sam, who came out as a gender non-binary last year, revealed that Hosley, among the biggest muses, admitting the song 929 really made him want to push himself as well as be as honest and authentic as he could be. You can tune into Sam's Out Now unless, unlike any other playlist on Spotify now. Love Goes was released in late October. It's Sam Smith's third studio album following 2017, The Thrill of It All. Um, That will do it for me for this week. Uh, Tune in next time when we do it all over again. And make sure you tune in uh, this coming weekend for the American Music Awards that are going to be hosted by Taraji P. Henson. And I'll talk to you next time. Make sure you wear your mask. Take care. Make sure you social distance. And um, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.